Hello, this is Kristen McDonald, and welcome to Second Vision. My guest today, Noah Hammond Terrell, is the CEO of Feel Good Hemp, a spiritual and life and business coach. Noah was newly married to his wife, Danielle, and living in Los Angeles when a risky business shift did not pan out. He and his wife were left nearly homeless with only $200 in the bank, and then it got worse when his dad was diagnosed with terminal liver cancer. What he did next changed everything and will restore your faith that miracles do happen. And he's here to tell us all about it, about his wonderful story of triumph over adversity. How are you, Noah? I'm doing great, Kristen. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's our pleasure. I'm so happy, uh, you know, that you could make the show today. So, so tell us a little bit about your journey and your story and what happened with your dad and, and about your company. So let's start first with what led you to creating it's feelgood.hemp, right? Uh, feelgoodhemp.org is the website. So we're it's called website, Feel Good right. Hemp. Yeah, and Feel Good Library is the self-help and community and platform that we've launched as you know, our give back because I spent all this time as a life and business coach and spiritual coach, and uh, there were so many things that I wanted to give people that could complement the power of CBD and hemp products, and I couldn't help myself but you know create something to give that out to people too. Um, but yeah, that's amazing, started, and we'll we'll talk more about that too. But so, so oh, what okay. led you to creating all of this? What happened in your life? You know, after this well, terrible business shift, and you're left with two hundred dollars in the bank. It's like a Tony Robbins story. Right. Yeah. So bad business move, totally broke, can't even afford my rent. I'm down on my knees, so upset about that. And then, of course, I get the call and, you know, it's my mom and she says, hey, dad's really sick. You got to get down here. I'm living in L.A. at the time and they're down in San Diego. And uh, to make a long story short, the the doctors have diagnosed him with uh, stage four liver cancer. He had a tumor on his liver the size of a mini football and, and they gave him three months to live. They, they didn't give us a treatment plan. They gave him a death sentence. And um, while other Unbelievable. people... Unbelievable. Right? Uh, yeah. I mean, the power of the mind, you'd, you'd think that people would know a little bit more about the power of the mind, the power of intention, and how that can impact the outcome of situations. Um, but they don't, and not at least in traditional Western medical fields. So they gave him the death sentence, and we got to work. You know, I've done work with some natural healers who cured literally thousands of people of things like this. And I, I remembered some of the training they'd given me, and I knew that hemp oil and the hemp oil protocol had been popularized by a guy named Rick Simpson. They call it the Rick Simpson protocol, uh, at using THC and CBD to attack and, and defeat cancers. Uh, so we went with that. And then we also went with vegetable juicing. Um, I was feeding the guy 40 ounces a day of beef mainly beets and carrots uh, because they're both really good for the liver and he had to rebuild his liver. And uh, we had a little bit of other things in the juice as well. Uh, and some antioxidant amylid powder. It's a berry from India. And uh, yeah, the biggest, surprisingly, one of the hardest parts was actually getting the guy to drink the juice. I remember. And 40 <laughs> ounces, 40 ounces a day. Oh yeah. He was drinking a lot. And I was literally buying beets by the case from our grocery store. I would have the produce guy go in the back and fetch me a whole box. You know, oh, my God. <laughs> walk out of the store with a whole, a whole big box, right? Go to Costco <laughs> and get five pounds of carrots at a time, you know. 
And uh, so, but the guy was, you know, when he took his first sip, he's, oh, that's gross. Even though I had sweetened the first one with apples and, and tried to make, you know, he's just not that kind of guy. So I said, Dad, yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't care what it tastes like. If it's this or death, you drink the damn juice, right? <laughs> so, uh, and, you know, to, to kind of speak to the idea of just, you know, why, why did it matter talking about the fact that I was down and out in business at the time? Uh, the cool part about it is I just, I just put that aside. You know, I had a couple clients. I had at least enough money to live on. And so I downsized. My wife and I, we moved out of our fancy apartment in L.A. and moved down to a little humble thing in San Diego so we could be close by. We could help. And I really just, I just stopped pushing in that direction. I said, you know, my mission right now is clear. Help my dad, and we'll figure the rest out later. Right? Well, excuse so, I mean, me, I'm but what business were you in before? So having been a spiritual life and business coach for all these years, eventually... Oh, okay, you were already thought, in that business. Okay. I was, and other thought leaders had started asking me, like, hey, can you help me with your, my marketing? So I built this company called Own Marketing Group, where we literally help other transformational leaders, speakers, coaches, authors, to do all their marketing. And we built it up really big, and we had all these clients and probably some names you would know, and then... We pivoted to be like, hey, we're doing such great work for our clients. Let's make our own course. And God said, that's not the direction I want for you. And it just bombed. It just tanked. And I, my whole team, I had to let go. Like we spent all our cash reserves, lickety split. And I was just left kind of looking at the empty bank account, like how did this happen so fast, right? And Wow. But, but God had other plans for me, right? So we went down to, El, to San Diego. Much bigger plans. Yeah, definitely. It just it just took me taking my foot off the gas for a second for it to come through, um, which is what, you know, the gift that my dad ultimately gave me, right? Because so maybe six weeks into us treating him with the hemp oil protocol, both THC and CBD, um, and, and treating him with the juice and a whole lots of prayer, of course, uh, about six weeks in, the, the, the tumor on his liver had shrunk by over 30%. And, and uh, what did the doctors say? I mean, the... <laughs> To this day. The doctors, of course, are amazed by his case. You know, there's a whole specialist board, the tumor board. He would go in front of them, and, and his doctor would go in front of them. And, and you know, and, and it, it's, kind of, it's, it's kind of funny, actually, because really, as he – literally, people with stage 4 liver cancer, they don't live, okay? That's not no, what I happens know. for these people. They no. die, right? yeah. Especially people who have a, a tumor on their liver as big as my dad did. Um, but so as we continue treatment, literally they gave him three months to live. They had him cancer free in four, completely cancer free. And that was four years ago. He just celebrated his fourth. I'm not supposed to have it birthday and I'm making light of it. Obviously it was an intense journey, but it turned out great. And when he brought up what he was doing to the doctors, literally at first they would put their hands up and say, sir. If you think you got some sort of placebo effect from some other things you were trying, that's great. We don't want to hear about it. That was literally the response he got at first. But I will say to these same people's credit, about two years later, two years of every three months, clean MRIs, clean blood work, clean MRIs, clean blood work. (laughs) My mouth is open. It's just unbelievable. (laughs) They finally started to say, hey, what did you say you were doing again? And there's like, something again, to this. They probably started yeah. buying stock at home but didn't tell anybody, you know. Well, the funny thing was is that at the hospital, uh, all, many nurses, like multiple nurses mentioned to us, you know, I heard something about I heard something about cannabis. I heard something about, you know, CBD and THC for this kind of stuff. You should check that out. 
but none of the doctors said anything like that, just the nurses, right? And, and so it really just shows you that there is a, a missing at the top and a missing in the education. And, and that's just how it always is with, with institutions. They take 30 years to catch up to the leading edge, right? It's yeah. just the way of those things. Uh, so I don't hold them at fault, but it, that's how that is. So, but yeah, and then from this experience, we, my wife and I, and my wife is a, a sound healer and a yoga teacher, and uh, we've become so familiar with CBD and THC that we decided to offer CBD at a sound bath. And uh, a sound bath is where people come to the yoga studio, they lay down, they get bathed in healing instruments, the gong, the crystal singing bowls, all the woo-woo instruments that legit change your vibration and heal you. We've had people right. walk in with knee pain, walk out without it, you know, just by laying and listening. In one session? Hour. Absolutely, absolutely. Walk in with a bum shoulder, walk out with a shoulder feeling good all the time. Um, but we decided to offer CBD as like an upsell, like, hey, for another ten dollars, you can get a dose of CBD with your sound bath experience. And over fifty percent of people came, took it. We had the most peaceful sound bath we had ever had. And then at the end, when we offered the rest of what we had, you know, two for one, hey guys, we got some left over. We sold out of everything in two minutes. Next morning, my wife popped out of bed. She's like, I think we need to start a CBD company, right? And this is just at the end of 2018. This is just when hemp was being legalized once again in the United States. So it was right at the perfect time. Uh, in fact, I think the, maybe the first trip I took to the post office, it, like, wasn't fully legal yet. And I was all nervous, like, shipping my package to the, to the customer, right? Right, right, but, right, right. But then it, got, then it got legalized right after that. So obviously divine timing. And, and the origin story of this company, I always thought that it was about you know, my dad's miraculous healing. And it was only through really processing it for several years and telling it over and over again that I realized that, you know, he didn't just have the healing I did, that, you know, we both hit the bottom together. And by me just focusing on helping him, he got out of bottom and, and he helped me get out of bottom without him even realizing that that's what he was doing. Right, oh, yes, it's a Wayne Dyer philosophy, you know, what, what you give out and you get back, you know, from, you, you know, you were, you were giving mm. and healing him. Mm. I never heard that from Wayne Dyer, but I love his work. And, and oh, no, totally, it's true, I, and I did a whole story on one of my interviews with a patient who had stage 4 uh, cancer in his tongue, and same thing like your dad. He was given, like, a death sentence. It, it's, it's, a, it's a story for another time. Um, but Lee Tomlinson, if you ever look up his interview on YouTube, he, he does his, his interviews mm. in, his, um, in his hospital gown and said that really that one doctor changed his whole life, you know, a doctor friend coming in to, tell, to give him hope when, you know, he was not receiving hope from a lot of the nurses and caregivers in the hospital and that, you know, mm. they told him it was just a death sentence, just like your dad. And he went out there and changed the world, and he's living today. But he, he you know, that, that sense of hope drove him, you know, to get well. It's, um, you'd have to read the whole story to understand, awesome. you know, at a deeper level. Yeah, but he has a TED Talk and everything. I just Yes, him, yes, so yes. It's really, really fascinating. But it's about giving. It's about what you get from giving. And that's my point of telling you, you know. Mm -hmm. um, so he goes out and speaks to caregivers about how important it is that they not suffer from burnout. You know, because when they burn mm. out, then they can't give to the patients, and then they stop giving to themselves as well. So true. The whole philosophy. So it's very interesting, you know. So what about other studies on, okay, you had this one isolated miracle with your dad, but you said that other healers have been working with hemp and treating cancer. Are there studies, I mean, for the people, the traditionalists who don't believe in it, you know, 
Um, so their studies, it's very limited, though, because of the prohibition on this substance that's been in this country for close to 100 years. Uh, mm-hmm. So some of the best research that's, that's out there is coming out of Israel because they, they've done a lot to uh, give their scientific community access to being able to do these studies. And then, mm-hmm. of course, what happened with my dad is anecdotal. But what I can tell you is that the person who helped my dad, the oil maker who is making the oils for us, he's been doing this for 20-plus years. He's been helping people beat their cancers or survive with their cancer or prevent reoccurrence from their cancer. And, of course, this isn't something that I can go out and make any claims about. It's not something I can write up on my website and say will prevent cancer or will reduce right, effects right. of, right, because it's, it's uh, there's so much bureaucracy, politics, yeah. there's so yeah. much big money at play. There's a whole slew of reasons sure. why we haven't cured cancer yet. But what I'll tell you from working with multiple healers who've done multiple miracles uh, uh, from multiple directions, there are multiple ways to cure cancer. It's not a secret. And I'm sure you've had plenty of people on your show uh, who have dealt with these kinds of things that you're yeah. well aware of that. But, mm-hmm. you know, hemp... Hemp, THC, and CBD is one great um, method. What I'll say to listeners who are really dealing with the big C, uh, if you're really up against it, you have to use THC. Right, CBD is fantastic. It's a full-body anti-inflammatory. You could call it, because it's anti-inflammatory full-body, you could call it anti-cancer. Um, but if you have an aggressive cancer, THC is the, is the real assassin of, you know, it really, it's what goes there and, and kills the tumor and attacks it uh, aggressively itself. Um, so just a and is it up massive to, doses, to the or you have to you have to obviously it, work with someone like yourself to? So I don't do anything with THC because that's a whole other can of worms. But between leg- legislation and legal, you know, legalization and all that, you need millions of dollars to jump into that field. And you know, while we're working our way up there, you know, we started this company from humble beginnings with a humble seed investor, and so mm-hmm. we decided to go only in on CBD and to give people the opportunity to maybe not get down that rabbit hole so far, right? To prevent getting all the way there with not only yes. with our hemp CBD products, but with everything else that we give out in the Feel Good Library for free all these self-help and self-healing techniques that really do work and take out, you know, the emotional debris that can lead to cancer, the, uh, the trauma in your nervous system that can lead to cancer, the, the thoughts, beliefs, and fears that can lead to cancer. But there's so many layers to a human. There's so many layers to our being. And, mm-hmm. and if we can address them in a simple and effective way, you know, we can actually prevent us from getting all the way down there. Because what I'll say is, you know, there's no proof, there's no solid evidence, but this is my intuitive feeling uh, about 10 years prior to my dad's cancer, uh, he was 2008. It was the big crash. He had a wedding and event business in New Jersey that was doing well over a million dollars a year and had multiple employees doing hundreds of events. And that industry lost about 80% of its businesses during that recession. Everyone just decided, hey, why pay 5K for professional production? You know, Uncle Joe's got a video camera, right? So. Mm-hmm. His business tanked, and it hit him so hard, and he went into about a 10-year depression. And the interesting thing, two of them, is that, one, um, in traditional Chinese medicine, that they say excess anger impacts the liver, and that's where you store excess anger, okay? Mm-hmm. And the second thing is that the, the doctors said that they thought that the tumor had been growing for about 10 years. That was their estimate, that 8 to Very 10 years. Very interesting. 
is about how long they thought that tumor was growing before it hit such a size that it started to impact nerves and actually become painful to the point where he, he actually went to the hospital to figure out what was on, what was going on. Yeah. Right. So, so we have to realize that cancer is a, a result. It's not a you know it's it's a it's a it's a result of something else. In my opinion, it, mm-hmm. it's it's not. Oh, it just came. It just happened to me. I'm I'm one of the unlucky ones. You know, we right. are multi. Or you could be predisposed, beings. and something kicks it off. You know. Right. Oh well, my mother had breast cancer, so I was predisposed to it, and that's why I got it. I, to me, and I'm not trying to, you know, degrade anybody who might believe that or have thought that in the past. I want to empower people to understand that we are not physical beings, okay? That's a scientific fact. We are 99.9% empty space. When you get down to the atomic level, we mm-hmm. are empty space. We are vibration. Everything is vibration. And that's not just woo-woo talk. That's, that's leading-edge science, right? So the scientists which is, you know, I'm an engineer by trade, and I did quantum physics in college and all those things, and and that's actually what opened me up to spirituality and what the mystics have known for thousands of years is what science is just trying to start to figure out right now. Dr. Joe Dispenza, we're all energy. Exactly. You know, we're just carrying the vessel. I read a lot of his, his, I've seen his seminars. I've been to his seminars and everything, you know. So what's the cost of something like a treatment plan like this or preventative to be on hemp, right? Because none of it's covered under insurance. Is it inexpensive? Is it expensive? So we do our best to make our products as as affordable as possible, and we even have um, assistance for people who are in tough financial situations and tough health conditions. Mm -hmm. Uh, Overall, though, you know, you can get a month's supply of, of any one of our hemp products for around $60, you know, so it's not going to break the bank. Mm-hmm. Um, and But if you end up where my dad was, you know, you're going to be spending hundreds of dollars a month to get enough oil, right, because it was high doses. So to go back to Yes, question, of course. Uh, and other side effects? Oh, absolutely. Well, if you're doing what my dad did, absolutely. Cause, so CBD, no. Maybe you might um, feel tired or, mm-hmm. you, or you might feel a little wired. I would say that... Uh, because when you reduce inflammation in the whole body, people mm-hmm. have different responses. Some people, I'd say 20% of people get energized, mm-hmm. and, and they'll be like, I can't take this at night because I get energized. And, and my, my understanding of that is, is it's basically energy being liberated in the body from a reduction in inflammation. But mm-hmm. I would say 80% of people get more mellow and relaxed, so it's better to take a dose of CBD towards the evening you know, right. I take it all times of the day, honestly. I take it in the day and have a nice productive flow. I take it at night to help go to sleep, reduce any minor aches and pains or anything in the body, you know, any stress. Um, so yeah, I have a friend who swears really by it because she's had neck injuries and she's just, you know, that she can't live without it, you know. And so, so mm-hmm. what's the seven levels of change? So the seven levels of change is, is a model of personal change and you call it for, for achievement of your goals or whatever you want to say. It's something that I came up with um, as a result of 13 years of coaching people to achieve results of all types, right? Whether that's build a multi-million dollar business or get in a relationship with your dreams. I've done all kinds of coaching, um, obviously helping my dad uh, heal major uh, medical trauma, um, all kinds of coaching and help people achieve all kinds of results. And Basically, you know, to give a, a simple a simple explanation of it, the problem with most of the ways that people go about achieving a result is we just focus very myopically on actions, right? So if someone wants to lose weight, 
what do they do? They talk about, I'm going to go to the gym this much. I'm going to eat this way. I'm going to drink this much water. I'm going to run this often, right? And, and that's fine, but that's only addressing one of the seven layers, right? Because at the end of the day, um, if you live in a house where people order McDonald's every single night, is it going to be easy for you to lose weight, your environment, right? If you don't right. know how to work out at the gym, you go there and you have no clue what you're doing, your capabilities, are you going to achieve your result, right? If, if in your nervous system there's all this trauma about exercise and maybe you've been called fat by your parents all your life and so even when you try to exercise, you just feel terrible inside because you haven't released the trauma in your body, right, your nervous system level, uh, you're probably not going to achieve your goal. If, um, if you don't have a clear uh, understanding of your belief system and who you believe yourself to be, if you believe at the core of your being, I'm a big fatty and that's who I'll always be. Well, when you go to do the conscious action to change who you are and to change the results you're getting, you're probably not going to stick to them because you're fighting an uphill battle, right? right. And, and then there's the intuitional layer, which is sort of like your connection to something greater. And, and everyone has their unique pathway forward in life. And when you can hear the subtle whispers of your higher self, your intuition, whatever you want to call it, uh, you might get different guidance. You know, maybe for you the perfect workout routine is hiking in nature, not the typical uh, vision of going to, you know, Planet Fitness five days a week like what seems typical in our society, right? And, and not having a connection to your intuition can hinder your results, right? So there's all these different layers to your being. There's all these different ways to address who you are and what you want to achieve and make progress uh, towards what you really want. There's the energy and vitality layer, which is, again, where CBD comes in big time. It's like, hey, you want to do new things, you want to take new actions, do you even have the energy and the vitality to put towards those new efforts, right? So if you're stuck... Sounds like you're working on the root cause, which I like. Exactly. Like changing the subconscious. Changing the subconscious, changing our connection to our higher self, changing... Trauma in the body is a huge one. I know you mentioned Joe Dispenza, and Mm -hmm. uh, I heard him talking one time where he said there's two effective techniques for taking trauma out of the body, and he quoted tapping, EFT, and EMDR work. And actually on the Feel Good Library, I have a whole course called Tapping Hacks because I've gone so deep into tapping and EFT work and have done so many things with that modality that I actually created a whole bunch of, of techniques with it that I've never seen taught anywhere else. So I created this course called Tapping Hacks that's up on the platform for free where, you know, because for a long time, my nervous system was in my way. If you don't have a calm present nervous system, if your nervous system is built up with energy of, of past traumas, nearly impossible to get a new result because we basically are our nervous system, right? We think about ourselves like a human body, but if you really get to it, we are a brain, a spinal cord, you know, eyes, ears, and a processing center at the center of that body. If that's all stressed out and if that's keeping cellular memory of past hurts that will hinder you from taking new actions, it's nearly impossible to get a new result and to live in a new reality. So that's a huge part of it that, that took me years on my personal development journey to even stumble across, really. No, I think that's wonderful. I, I'm a big believer in that. In fact, it's, I remember I tried to get into tapping, but you, like you said, you, you really need a course, you know, or I tried to do it to a book. It was a few years ago, and, mm. um, and that's why, you know, coaching is so important. How did you get into coaching? Coaching for me was, you know, the simple answer I could say is that I, I went to engineering school and I didn't want to be an engineer, right? Mm-hmm. And, I, and it was just back in 2008. And online marketing, you know, when I first started my first online business, 
which was a coaching business, I was actually helping men to be more confident and to be able to like speak to women that they thought were attractive. It was like a dating coach, dating and relationship coaching. Oh, yeah, men, yeah. Right? But very authentic, right? Not about here's the pickup line, this is what you say, bro. It was much more about this is who you be. This is how you're naturally magnetic. Mm-hmm. This is how mm-hmm. you uncover the stuff in your nervous system and your being holding you back from being your naturally magnetic self. Right. right? And, and so I started a whole YouTube channel on that and had a million viewers and all this and that, big email. Wow. Um, and, and then I eventually became, you know, more of like a Tony Robbins, health, wealth, relationships, spirituality. Let's, let's talk about it all. Nothing's off limits. You know, and, and now after 10 years of like a really deeply centered spiritual journey, I call myself a spiritual life and business coach because my belief is that everything is spiritual. This, this entire existence is spiritual. And so any results. That's so interesting. Get, so you, you sort of you taught yourself how to be a coach, really, right? You didn't go for any formal training. I mean, you had an engineering degree, which is huge. But, I mean, it sounds like you sort of just developed that on your own. Yeah, I just lived it, tested mm-hmm. it. You lived it and then taught it. And yeah. taught it. Mm-hmm. Lived it and taught it, lived it and taught it. And I created mean, I models. Say, exactly. And I can say that, you know, going to landmark education from the age of nine years old, my mom was like a landmark. If you're oh, yeah, landmark my family, education. they've all been to landmark. Every exactly. One of so I did that at nine, at 13, at eight. So I was sort of steeped in personal development. Nine years old, up. my God, no wonder. <laughs> that explains yeah. it all. So that was definitely a foundation, and my mother was like a Fortune 500 business coach, and re- she mm-hmm. actually worked in corporations to reinvent their corporate culture. And so she was doing really leading-edge work in the 80s and 90s and, uh, and uh, in these big corporations, helping them to reinvent themselves. And uh, so she definitely gave me, I'd say, uh, a t- uh, you know, a touch of it. Uh, the, yes. She planted the seed. Yes, and, uh, yes. and, you know, life events stepped in, and, and I've been doing it ever since. I just, nothing gives me more of, more of a thrill than seeing someone stuck, giving them the tool, or asking them the right question that gives them the inner awareness that helps them move forward, right, and expand. I'm really Well, I think it's wonderful when you've been through something, you know, because I'm thinking of going on for coaching myself, and, you know, when you've, when you've lived through something, and you can, you can reinvent it and come out with a positive outcome, and, you know, try to help somebody else, there's nothing more gratifying, you know? Yeah. I mean, we're really here to, sell, to serve each other. I think that one of the main things that leads to a, a life you love is to live a life of service and to, to provide loving service to others. And I think that's part of what's missing in our culture and making people feel very hollow and depressed is that we're sort of like out for ourselves. And no, it's true. And that's how human beings are wired. And you have such a colorful background, too, of all these different areas that you've combined, you know, which is great to bring to somebody, you know, to help them, which is just terrific. So what would you tell somebody out there, you know, struggling with a diagnosis or uh, an illness or inflammation, you know? Mm. Well, I would say no one's a lost cause, Mm -hmm. right? Nothing's impossible. As you can see from my story, from the story of so many others, and my father, I mean, and the story of so many others, nothing's impossible. It, it's, you know, all healing comes from love, right? And, and whatever is meant for you will happen from, from that space. So, you know, I, I, the, the thing that I shy away from is telling every single person who's got something grievous or, or intense that they're facing, like, you're going to come out of this alive and well, and if you don't, then it's your fault. Like, I, I really don't – I believe that everything happens for a reason. And mm-hmm. when a big opportunity for reinvention comes – it's either, you know, a door back into this life 
anew, or it's a door to the next life with a lesson learned in tow, right? Like I really, mm-hmm. I, energy can't be created or destroyed. I'm so 100% clear that life continues beyond uh, this body. And uh, I mean, you can only reference the thousands and thousands of NDE experiences, near-death experiences that are out there where people die for 30 minutes, they're clinically right. brain dead, yet they're off in consciousness having a vibrant experience that they come back to tell about. So right. you are not your brain, you are not your body, you are not your mind. You are infinite consciousness. You are one with the big love. And so for anyone who's up against it, dive into the big love, which looks like these seven layers we were talking about. It looks like, yeah. the, you know, forgiveness. It looks like understanding. It looks like seeing yourself anew. And whether that, that means you're meant to conquer what's in front of you or not, it's, it's actually there is only expansion. There is only love. And so I, I just... I refrain from – I don't want to make anyone feel wrong if they don't beat their their three. No, I understand. And, of course, you, you have to be very mean? careful in that department, yeah. you know, because Let's none of us know, it. you know. Yeah. Let's go for it. That's, that's to be open, open to new things, you know. Yeah. Well, what about your Feel Good Library? Oh, go Tell ahead. us about that. So feelgoodlibrary.com, it's literally a free platform full of courses and content that my wife and I put together. She's a Kundalini yoga teacher. She's got more certifications than I do. We've got sound healings on there. We've got uh, tapping techniques. Basically, we have techniques and videos and content and meditations for all seven layers of change. And we give it away for free because, uh, you know, really we have this hemp CBD company now, and, and so I don't need to make money off of those free courses. We can give those for free to support our community. People buy the hemp products, and, and that makes our company work. And, you know, we do have higher-level courses and coaching and things like that, but there's so much there. People can dramatically change their lives, change their results, just by diving into what's there for free. And, and you know, after what we went through, I just couldn't help but build it and give it out, and I, I just felt like it needed to be done. So there it is. <laughs> that is just incredible. You know, you sound like you have a beautiful spirit yourself, and and look what, you know, God has given you back, you know, with your, with your your world right now. You've got your father and good health, you know, family, and moving back to L.A., as you said, which is great. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm just curious. <laughs> I'll, I'll ask you after we finish the show if you know a, a mutual friend of, of mine, I mean a friend of mine, um, Kellen O'Keefe, who used to be with MedMen oh, in the San Diego area. Anyway, I'll, I'll talk mm-hmm. to you about that after the show. Anyway, we're winding cool. down on time, and for those of everyone listening, um, thank you so much, you know, for joining us on Second Vision today. Uh, Noah has obviously had an incredible journey and just an amazing story. And as my friend, actress Barbara Niven says, don't give up five minutes before the miracle happens. And Noah, please mm-hmm. give them your website one more time. So feelgoodlibrary.com is where you can get all the free resources and feelgoodhemp.org is where you can get our hemp CBD products. And uh, we're obviously out on all the social medias. You can find me on YouTube, just looking for my name, Noah Hammond Terrell. I put out tons of free advice and whatnot. So come get connected. Come get supported. Fantastic. And thank you so much for sharing your incredible story. And for everybody listening, I'm Kristen McDonald with Second Vision. Have a blessed day. <laughs> 